0: Welcome to Improv is No Joke Podcast, where it is all about becoming a more effective communicator by embracing the principles of improvisation. Your host is Peter Margaritas, the man whose name is pronounced like a cocktail, but spelled like an inflammation. Peter is the self-proclaimed chief edutainment officer of his business, The Accidental Accountant. Peter's goal is to provide you with thought-provoking interviews with business leaders, So, you can become an effective improviser, which will lead to building stronger relationships with clients, customers, colleagues, and even your family. So, let's start the show. Happy New Year! Oh, I'm sorry. Happy New Year. Some of you might be dealing with a throbbing headache. I apologize. Welcome to the 2017 Year In Review. Is it just me or did 2017 just fly right by? Sure felt like it. I would like to begin with thanking all of you who have been listening to this podcast and I hope that my guests have been able to add value to your professional and personal lives. And a very special thank you to all of my guests who have shared their knowledge and experiences to help make this podcast so successful. I would like to share with you some of the demographics from the past 18 months that this podcast has been around. To date, total downloads are 15,875. Thanks, Mom, for all those downloads. Just kidding. There are only two states that no one has downloaded an episode, and they are Alaska and Wyoming. The top three states are Ohio with 2,483, California with 1,786, and Texas with 1,098. The number of U.S. cities where my podcast has been downloaded is 143. The number of countries where episodes have been downloaded outside of the U.S. is 68. 68. And the top three countries are Canada with 704, the United Kingdom with 324, and Australia with 152. And it has been listened in Mother Russia. Putin must be listening to this. I appreciate you listening to this podcast. Now, I'll be honest with you, these demographics still blow me away. I had no idea the power and the reach that a podcast has. And it's just, it always just amazes me. Now, I'm looking forward to growing my audience in 2018, and Apple will be helping me to understand my audience by providing podcasters with better demographics. So I'm looking forward to learning more about you and how I can tailor this podcast to meet your needs and to serve you better. Now, in growing my audience in 2018, I need your help. I'm looking for sponsors, and if you have a product or service that you'd like to advertise, please contact me at peter at petermargaritas.com for more details. I'm also looking at raising more capital for this podcast, and I'm exploring the crowdsourcing platform of Patreon. I'll give you updates in future episodes. I am always looking for interesting guests for the podcast, and if you'd like to be a guest or you'd like to refer someone to be a guest, please contact me via my email. As I did for the Year in Review 2016, I've gone through all the episodes this year and grabbed a quote from each episode that resonated with our conversation and I found impactful. So buckle up and here we go. We started the year with episode 31 and my guest was Bob Dean and the show title was Virtual Meetings, Virtual Collaborations, and Virtual Learning and the quote was i think the relevance of improv is greater now in business than it's ever been cuz the conversation centered around how improv and virtual facilitation are necessary for each other in episode 32 i interview randy nelson who's the author of the second decision and the quote that resonated was the general challenge i give them at the beginning of my book the second decision is the growth of the company is limited by the growth of the leader. Hmm, something to think about. The growth of the company is limited only by the growth of the leader. That's very profound, and, and I take that one to heart. In episode 33 was Greg Kite, and the show title was Comedy CPE. This was a funny episode, and the quote that resonated was, the humor that I can bring to the job really breaks down barriers breaks down people's defenses, and it makes for some real open and honest conversation, which in the long run really helps me become more effective at what I do. In episode 34, I interviewed Matt Horan on leadership and adding value. And his quote was so simple but profound. There is such power in being present. Think about that, being present, being in the moment, not being distracted. It's one of those principles of improvisation, being present. In episode 35, I interviewed Greg Condoracci on supercharging your energy. And if you don't know, Greg is an ultra-distance cyclist and actually rode his bike across the United States in, I believe it was 18 days And his quote was, we are missing the boat by only talking about time management, when really, I think this is the century of energy management. In episode 36, I interviewed Jeff Jackson, who's a recovering accountant. And his quote was, accountants will need to be able to market and sell and differentiate themselves and tailor the products to specific businesses or markets so they can ultimately survive. Well put. Well, well put. David Crone was my guest in episode 37. who's a corporate entertainer, ventriloquist, speaker, and as he says, sometimes an IT guy. And his quote was very short but powerful. Making mistakes is fine. Repeating them is not. In episode 38, I interviewed Lisa Ryan on the topic of gratitude. And her quote was, you keep your employees and your best clients from becoming someone else's by the way you treat them. Spot on, because all of us, no matter what profession we're in, we're in the people business, first and foremost. In episode 39, I interviewed Maureen Zapala on the topic of imposter syndrome, and her quote was, people with self-confidence will take risks, but the internal dialogue in their head makes them doubt their right to be there. I, I, can relate, I can really relate to that at times. In episode 40, I interview Phil Kim on Chase One Rabbit, The Power of Small Wins, which is his TED Talk, and his quote I've used a lot, and his quote is simple, and it just says, a series of small wins leads to great results. And I use this all the time in my workshops and presentations because in order to change any type of habit, we have to continually work on it. And if we just do a little bit every single day, at one point it becomes a great result. In episode 41, I interviewed John Kelly, who is the chief people officer at one of my favorite companies in the U.S., White Castle Systems, on the topic of improv and change management. And his comment was, or excuse me, his quote was, do all you can to listen and give people the opportunity to share. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that listening is one of the key components and one of the key principles in improvisation. And it's something that we all really need to work more on is become better listeners. In episode 42, I interview Rick Roberts, who is a Clean comedian and has a great online learning. It's called the School of Laughs. And his quote was An artist removes things so that you can see the beauty of the art, whereas a laborious person would just use everything to show you that they can do it. Pretty profound. I keep that one around uh, because sometimes we put too much when, well, I, I'll put it to you another way. I, I subscribe to the Abraham Lincoln approach, or less is more. And a lot of times we have too much in our presentations and just bring less and have a conversation. In episode 43, my guest was Kathy Fayok, who's the business book strategist and actually my book coach in in writing my uh, my next book. And her quote was, use writing prompts, just Google the term, use an app, or think about something weird. The most different writing prompts can sometimes produce the most creative results. Thinking about two different subjects can result in lateral thinking. And, and she is right. We use we do writing prompts uh, with visuals in our monthly coaching calls, and it just helps you get out of your head. It just helps you look at things differently. And I, I've been using them in writing of my next book. In episode 44, I interviewed Courtney Kirschbaum on how to pursue a new career with passion Purpose and yes and, my two favorite words. And her quote was, I think realizing what you don't want to do is just as important as realizing what you do want to do. Huh. Yes, Courtney, that, that, <laughs> that is true. And and I've actually, yes, I know what I don't want to do. I know what I'm, I know what I'm not good at. Uh, and that really helped me in realizing what I really want to do and I'm doing it right now. In episode 45, I interview Rosemarie Rossetti on five lessons for adapting to adversity and living with conviction. And Rosemary was paralyzed uh, while she was riding her bike one day, and she's uh, uh, confined to a, a, a wheelchair. And she's probably the most inspirational person I've met in a very long time. And, and this interview just I, almost moved me to tears at times. And I her quote is so simple but it's so powerful and inspiring and it just, she just says turn your thoughts into hope not self-pity so true and and i try to adhere to that because when we do have that negative talk that comes into our head i i just try to change that and and turn it into, turn it into hope and thank you rosemary for letting me interview you you you've been a major inspiration In episode 46, I bring Greg Kondarachi back. Actually, after my original conversation with him and and reading his book, I turned it into a three-part series. And the second part was spotting energy vampires fast, and that's an acronym, using the stake, which is another acronym. His quote was, are the stories that we're carrying around in our head giving us energy or are they taking energy away? And it goes to that self-talk. It goes to that that using that positive self-talk versus that, that self-pity, that negative self-talk. In episode 47, I interviewed the radical CPA, Jody Paydar, on the future of the accounting profession. And her quote was, CPAs have to think about content as part of our business. And we have to think about marketing. If not then we're going to be out of business. And that is so true. Content marketing is key in building our businesses as CPAs, as professionals. In episode 48, I interviewed Rhea Greif on building your brand. And her quote was, create something new. You don't have to look for a template. And too often we look for templates instead of creating something new. And it's a creativity piece. It's like taking two things that may not go together and putting them together to create something wonderful. In episode 49, I interviewed Thaddeus Rex on the science of charisma. And I, I love his quote, data is just data, but it's a story that changes opinion and how people feel about something. It's the story they remember. And the reason why I love this quote so much is it's Somewhat the basis of my next book. I don't, as of now, I don't have an exact title for it, but it's around the concept of storytelling and in the business world and financial storytelling. And data is just data because data is boring. But when we can add a story, it changes opinions, changes how people's, changes people's emotions. In episode 50, I interviewed Reverend Susanna and on finding happiness in your life. And the interesting thing about Susanna was that she was the original set designer for Sex and the City. Now, that is pretty cool. And she said, we need to listen well with others, but we also need to listen well within ourselves. Listen to yourself. What is your inner person telling you? Because we all do need to listen to ourselves. In episode 51, I interview Erin Daber on making leadership development a competitive advantage with a recovering accountant, and her quote was, there really needs to be a focus on developing yourself as a leader and developing the people around you, which is so keen, which is so true. We need to develop ourselves continually as leaders, and a lot of the development is around those soft skills. Now, we may call them soft, but a lot of us, its they're really hard to master. In episode 52, I interviewed my Greek friend, Greg Landis, who uh, is a vice president for Robert Half International on networking for business development and how to talk your way into a novel. And his quote is, it's not what you do, it's how well you do it. Let your work speak for you. Don't speak for your work. I'm just going to leave it at that because it's spot on. In episode 53, I interview Kathy Passion, who at the time was the executive director of the Juvenile Diabetes Research uh, Foundation. And this one was very personal to me on how to recognize and adapt to diabetes because my son was diagnosed as a type 1 diabetic on uh, January 1st of last year. And the quote that I resonate with. The quote that I tell my son is "The diabetes doesn't control you. You have to control the diabetes. In episode 54, I interviewed the new CEO at the time of the Montana Society of CPAs, our, my old friend, Alan Lloyd. And the title of his episode was From Executive Assistant to CEO Using, wait for it, wait for it, The Principles of Improvisation. And his quote is so profound, and I've seen it used in so many different ways by so many people. But it's so, a title isn't leadership. Leadership is an attitude. And I'll tag on to that with one that Simon Sinek has used is uh, along the same lines. It's We all are leaders. It's Leadership is really not has to do with the title, but it has to do with the effect. And I will say a positive effect that we have on another individual. Think about that. And and I'll share a quick story. Uh, After I heard that quote, and I apologize to Mr. Sinek because I butchered the the, the quote, but after I heard that, I was flying through um, Reagan International heading back to Columbus. It was a a night flight, and I went into the men's room, and and the restroom attendant, I mean, he just looked like he'd had a long day, and he was wiping down the counters and People are hustling and bustling, by him, and I could just tell him, tell that he just he'd rather be anywhere than where he was. And I just said, excuse me, sir, I would just like to thank you for your hard work that you're doing today in keeping this restroom as clean as it is. I, I imagine I, I the challenges that you that you experience in doing this and, and people probably not talking to you, but I just wanna just say thank you. And the look in his eye, and he straightened up, and, and, and he had this smile, and he thanked me. He said, nobody talks to him. And I'm the first person, first passenger that's talked to him and thanked him that he could ever remember. That's leadership, having that positive effect on another individual. In episode 55, I interview the guru of this podcast, the guy behind the the curtain, the guy who makes me sound great and my audience, my, my guests sound even better, and that's Cody Boyce. And the topic was the power of podcasts for lifelong learning and networking. And his quote was, the strongest thing about audio as opposed to video or written word is that it's such a passive activity that you can do and still absorb the information. In episode 56 was my one-year anniversary with this podcast, and when I started this podcast, my very first guest was Clark Price, who's the retired CEO of the Ohio Society of CPAs. So this is only fitting to have him back on that one-year anniversary, and our conversation was about the leadership problem and how social media is making organizations risk-adverse. And his quote was, Part of the strategy for any major decision boils down to how can we tell our story? How can we get that point across? And sometimes that's a hard thing to do and figuring out what that story is. But with any major decision, and then he talks about the majors, some of the major decisions that he made and how he got that point across through telling story. In episode 57, I was introduced to this gentleman by David Crone, and the the guy's name is Jason Michaels, who is an inspirational individual. He, He is a magician, and the title of his episode was, You Can Do the Impossible Too. And his quote was, ultimately, the failure isn't really as painful as your imagination makes it out to be. I love that. And I've used that. Ultimately, the failure isn't really as painful as your imagination makes it out to be. And you're right, Jason, very much so. I can, I've got enough stories about that that could take up the rest of this podcast. But moving forward to episode 58 to Allison Estep, and our conversation was why improv education should be mandatory and how it helps in every aspect of life. And I met Allison, she was the marketing person at the Indiana Society of CPAs, and we met and instantly hit it off because of the improv, and she studied at Second City, went to the conservatory, and just, I mean, it was so much fun talking with her, and and the quote that she brought was, it needs to be a requirement that every person taking an improv class at some point in their life, because it's not to prepare you to be on stage, it's to prepare you not to fear life. And you'll hear that in a couple different ways when I talk about the episodes with Annie Kondarachi and Jay Suko about fear, about following that fear. In episode 59, I got to interview my good friend Carl Ulrichs, and the title was Storm Clouds and Silver Linings, The Future of HR, and A Coffee Table Book. And his quote was, we have to look how young people want to learn and realize that everyone wants to learn that way. Chew on that one for a while. Those of you who are in the CPE and the education world, look how young people want to learn. And you know what? Baby boomers want to learn the same way too. In episode 60, I interview Roxanne Kaufman Elliott on how to inspire leadership, develop leaders, and transform cultures. And this is a pretty cool quote. If it ain't broke, break it and see if you can make it better. Because in today's disruptive environment, you know this is the way we've always done it. When I hear that, I want to jump out of a plane. I, I just, just like nails on a blackboard. And if it ain't broke, break it and see if we can make it better. In episode 61, I interviewed my friend Chris Jenkins, who's the CEO of the South Carolina Association of CPAs, on the topic of Why associations need to stop treating members as customers and start fostering fellowship. And his quote was, understanding your membership and creating fellowship between them is what professional associations are all about. That fostering of fellowship. And Chris, I've said this, and if you listen to I'll say it again, you're right on that. You're right on. There's a difference between a customer and a member. And with that membership comes fellowship. In episode 62, I interviewed Pat Donadio, who wrote the book, Communicating with Impact. And impact is an acronym. And his quote was, when you're engaging others, you want to make sure that you engage them physically, mentally, and emotionally. Exactly, Patrick, exactly. In episode 63, I bring Bob Dean back. And the topic was the new CPE, Collaborative Learning Experiences. And actually, Bob and I wrote a white paper about three or four years ago on this topic. And his quote was, you need to bring people together and have live collaboration community discussions in order to really keep them engaged. In episode 64, I interviewed Chris Shire, who started a new business called Join My Table. And the conversation we had was, Join My Table is bringing the party back to the dinner table. And her quote that resonated with me was, my largest fear as a human being is that we have a whole generation of people who have lost the art of conversation. And and I will have to be transparent and say that my family, we don't sit around the dinner table enough. And, and have conversations. Something after listening to Chris and, and and listening to this interview we've tried to do more of is having that dinner table conversation that I think has been lost in so many ways in and, and her business. Just go out and Google, join my table. And right now her business with, with this is primarily in the central Ohio area, but love the concept and everybody needs to try this out here in central Ohio. In episode 65, I interviewed Debbie Peterson on Race to Change Your Mindset and Results. And the quote was Anything you do to develop yourself professionally affects you personally, and everything you do to develop yourself personally affects you professionally. You're tr- it's it's so true. I, I think everybody would agree with that. What we learn from personal development also goes a long way in professionally in professional development. And I do know of some, some states in, in the U.S., and from an accounting perspective, from a continuing education, on what qualifies as continuing education, there are some states that don't allow personal development to be part of their professional development, and they don't get credit for it, which I think is an antiquated Uh, uh, way of looking at it. And Debbie Peterson's quote here hits it right on the head. How we develop ourselves professionally helps us personally and vice versa. In episode 66, I got to interview Karen Eddington on dealing with pressure, comedy, communities, and self-care. And and Karen is a comedian. I I met her at the National Speakers Association's annual convention in in 2017, and she hosted a session on how to develop, you know, how to write, uh, the the art of misdirection, the the rule of threes. It was a wonderful session. And, And her quote was, laughter heals and strengthens us when sometimes nothing else can. And somebody who enjoys comedy and somebody who likes to use humor and a lot of what I do, I thoroughly agree. In episode 67, I got to interview Tom Hood, who's the CEO of the Maryland Association of CPAs, on the anticipatory CPA, how to be aware, predictive, and adaptive in a changing world. And his quote was, we're getting rid of the rearview mirror and starting to look out the windshield. And think about the size of that rearview mirror versus the size of that windshield. That quote is very, very profound. In episode 68, Greg Kondarachi comes back for his third installment on supercharge your spiritual energy. And I just used this quote just the other day, and it was his quote was: "Tough choices, easy life; easy choices, tough life." Let that wash over you for a moment or two. In episode 69, I interviewed Byron Patrick, who's a past chair of the Maryland Association of CPAs, and is on the topic of be selfish and get involved with your local association. And his quote was When you show up as a volunteer, there is no shortage of opportunities. And he is so right. Uh, I ran into Byron at the um, Southeastern Accounting Show in Atlanta, and we were talking about membership and and, and how associations are struggling to get new members from the younger generation, and that quote he has, "When, when you show up as a volunteer, the opportunities are endless. Uh, we, we both uh, uh, rose to the level within our state associations by volunteering, and, and it's, it's just paid off tenfold for my case and, and for Byron's. In episode 70, I interviewed Greg Condorachi's daughter, Annie Kondarachi. Now, I didn't know this until I read Greg's book, but Annie Kondarachi also is— uh, well-trained through Second City and performs improvisation and improv. And the topic of our conversation was facilitating growth and positive change with improv. And her quote was, I learned from improv that you can challenge people in a way that makes them feel supported and taken care of. And you can take a bigger risk if you feel like you're in a safe environment. That's improv. Create that safe environment. We can take bigger risks. We can come up with newer ideas. And episode 71, I've been wanting to do this for a long time. And I did a episode on, well, we called it the Accidental Tour Guide, Pete's Favorite Places to Eat in the U.S. And I've always wanted to, because I travel, I, I do eat out a lot. And I want to just kind of do a, a restaurant review. And this quote was from uh, uh, when I was in Atlanta last year, and we ate at this restaurant called Canoe. And the quote goes, we had something really interesting that night. We started off with a peppercorn-crusted kangaroo loin, and it was just wonderful. It was a little hoppy, but it put a little spring back in our step. But we did have kangaroo. It was wonderful, and I couldn't resist. In episode 72, I interview my good friend Bill Sheraton from the Maryland Association of CPAs on human work in the age of machines, how to be a future-ready CPA. And his quote was, these technological changes are going to happen whether we like it or not. There's really nothing we can do about it except to learn how to do things that the machine can't do and not work against them, but work with them. He's right. These changes are happening, we, 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 whether we like it or not. So we might as well find a way that we can work with it versus against it. In episode 73, I interviewed Dr. Alan Patterson on the topic of how to go from technical expert to strategic leader. And he's written a book on this, which is a, a very well-written book, and I enjoyed it. A lot of great information in it. And his quote was, the people who don't have emotional intelligence, empathy, Moral character, courage, relationship management, influence, and persuasion skills will, guaranteed, top out in their career. Once again, let that wash over you. Very profound. In episode 74, I interviewed Jennifer Briggs, who was the chief operating officer at the Indiana Society of CPAs, who... Actually, at the launch of this episode is now the CEO of the Indiana Society of CPAs. Congratulations, Jennifer, on Indiana Passes Competency-Based CPA License Renewal Law. And her quote was, if you want things to be different, you have to do different things. You have to get, out. and this is me, you have to get outside of that box. If you want to do something different, then go do it. And and I love what they've done, and it's and and if you're uh, a state society, you want to learn learn more about this, this is an excellent episode. She because I didn't know much about it going into it, and she did a wonderful job of laying out what they did, how they achieved it, and how this works. In episode seventy five, I interviewed Jack Park and Marine Zapala, the authors of the book Buckeye Reflections. And if, any, if you're a Buckeye fan or you know of a Buckeye fan, this is a wonderful, wonderful book to gift them uh, because they have researched stories. This is a two-and-a-half-year labor of love. They've researched stories among stories among stories of Ohio State football and, and the people surrounding it. And uh, it, is, it is a wonderful book. And, and the quote that they gave was, Games are won and lost at the line of scrimmage, but it's the stories of the people that really make the legacy. So once again, if you are a Buckeye fan, uh, I highly suggest that you purchase this book because it is outstanding. In episode 76, I interviewed David Brobeck, who's a professor at Walsh University, on the topic of how fun increases engagement and retention. Hmm. Hmm. And his quote that resonated with me is, a well-placed story, when you're teaching, has such a powerful impact. And it goes back to what Thaddeus Rex said. It's it's that story. We remember story. Story moves us. And when we use it in teaching, it really increases the retention of that individual. And in an upcoming episode with a gentleman by the name of Merle Heckman, who did a dissertation basically on, on, on this topic, he talks about how, by telling story in the business world, how much retention increases. And I believe his episode is, will be launching on January, either January 15th or January 22nd. but it is a really interesting conversation we have. In episode 77 I got to interview my friend Colin Blaylock who's a CPA in Georgia and the topic was it's not what you say that is heard why reading body language is fun and profitable and Colin taught himself how to read body language through a series of of books and and, and being cognizant of it and I've actually had him and we talked about this in the interview he was a attending a a conference that I was speaking at, and and I actually had him give give me some feedback on my body language. And his quote was, if you're cognizant of what people are doing, they're going to tell you more than you'll ever get from verbal conversation. And the thing about nonverbal communication is that the audience, that's what they see first. And then they they try to take the words and your body language and see if it marries each other. See if they're, if they're congruent. And, and if it is, you'll have an impact. But they can tell when it's not congruent. So I've, I've been trying to work on reading body language. And here's a little tip. I do, uh, We did talk about it in, in, in the episode. Was If you're at a cocktail party or, or you're at a conference and you're standing there talking to someone, just glaze down and look at their feet. If their feet are pointed directly at you, that means that they're engaged in the conversation. If their feet are pointed to the left or to the right, it means they want to leave. So cut the conversation and let them fly. In episode 78, I got to interview Jay Suco, who has a business in, California, in Southern California called Improv today, who I met through Annie Condorachi. I love networking because I get to I, I meet so many really cool people when when we network and and share information. And, and Jay's uh, interview was titled "Teaching Improv to Businesses, Actors, and Everyone Else." And the quote that resonated with me was: "Be the improviser that you want to play with. Be the person in your business you want to work with." And I will say there's a second quote from Jay that I use a lot. And that quote is very short, but very profound for an improviser. Follow the fear. It's that, it's that get yourself outside your comfort zone. Follow the fear. In episode 79... I interviewed Ryan Parker, who's the CEO of Endicott Clay Products and the incoming president of the Nebraska Society of CPAs, and our conversation was adding value to your organization as you grow as a leader. And his quote was, don't leave a stone unturned. You'll be surprised at how many times you pick up the stone, look underneath it, and there's an opportunity. And the last one for this year, there's episode 81 and 82, but I record these two weeks in advance. So the last one that we'll talk about is episode 80. Another good friend, Mr. Boyd Search, who's the CEO of the Georgia Society of CPAs. The topic of conversation was transforming corporate culture in a changing profession, transparency, trust, and leadership. And Boyd's quote was, There's going to be a tremendous opportunity for those who are in business of providing validation, verification, and trust. Well, there you have it, the quotes from 2017. And once again, thank you for taking time to listen to this podcast. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you again to all the guests who who gave up their time, gave up their knowledge to share with us their little golden nuggets to help us in making changes in our life so with that being said i will sign off and look forward to a growing and prosperous 2018 happy new year to everybody i hope everybody has a wonderful 2018 and always remember use the principles of improvisation to better connect with those around you